my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is about that age-old question of whether an orderly environment makes people more productive. Is it worth it to make your bed in the morning? To clean your desk before quitting time? To pick up the house before bed? I know lots of people feel strongly about this, but I think that this has more to do with personality than whether there's an objectively correct answer. A few years ago, like many people, I listened to Admiral William H. McRaven's commencement speech telling graduates that if they want to change the world, they should start by making their beds. The idea is that how we do little things and the order we create around us through these little victories is what allows us to do big things in the long run. Lots of people agree with the Admiral. His speech has been viewed more than 10 million times. I'd point out that his speech was actually more about various other lessons he learned in his military service. But most people are never going to face harsh combat conditions or survive special forces training. Everyone, on the other hand, can make his or her bed, which is why that's the lesson that's often repeated from the speech. So is this a wise idea? Is making your bed the first step to conquering the world? I know it's a popular idea. Magazines devote cover lines to the idea that you can clear your clutter and change your life. Marie Kondo's life-changing magic of tidying up became a cultural phenomenon with its charge that life begins when you put your house in order. But as someone who doesn't make her bed every morning or clean her desk most days, or particularly care if the house is cluttered when I go to bed, I have to say, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that spending time creating these signs of outward order is the universal key to success. Instead, I think that some people are more bothered by untidiness than others. There are neat types, and there are let-it-go types. One is not better than the other. There are successful and unsuccessful people in both camps. However, since I focus on the 24 hours we all have in a day, I do know this. If you can get yourself to a place where you are slightly less bothered by a lack of visual tidiness, you can save quite a bit of time. Here's one way to find out what sort of camp you fall in. Does it bother you? to have a high number of unread messages on your inbox icon. I don't get worked up about deleting stuff, and if I have no new messages that I haven't dealt with or only a handful, my icon generally says somewhere around 6.30. 6.30 messages. To me, 6.30 messages basically means zero. It doesn't bother me that it isn't actually zero. 
But when I tell this to some people or they see my phone, they say this would drive them crazy. They say I should go through and delete all these unread messages so it would say zero. But I fail to see why. This would not change my life in any way if my icon says 630 or it says zero. Likewise, no one sees my bed during the day. Sometimes I make it, and sometimes I don't. I'm not more productive on the days that I do make it. I don't work near my bed, where it would enter my worldview anyway. As for getting in that bed at night, I can fall asleep whatever's going on on the floor or whatever the bed looks like. I just view it as irrelevant. But in my talks and workshops on time management, I know that many people feel differently. People's time logs will show 30 to 60 minutes cleaning up the house before bed. So I ask why. Is there going to be an 11 p.m. home inspection? Is someone coming around to give demerits for having toys on the floor? Well, no, there is no 11 p.m. home inspection and no one is giving out demerits. In fact, those toys are just going to come out again the next morning and you will never get that hour back. That might make rational sense, but people tell me they simply cannot relax if their house is a mess. And similarly, I'm sure that some people would feel incredibly distracted and ill at ease by that 630 number on their inbox. An unmade bed might make them worry that life is falling apart. If that is you, well, then you'll need to spend time on it. Or you can find someone else who will, whether voluntarily or for pay. But there might still be ways to save time. For instance, if you really need a neatly made bed, don't have an elaborate bed. One sheet, one comforter, and only as many pillows as you and any bedmates need for sleeping. Arranging a dozen throw pillows is the way of madness. Turn the bed-making process into a 30-second ordeal max. And if you really can't relax if there's a mess in the house, I suggest this. Clean one room, shut the door, and sit in there. Freeze up all kinds of time. Do you make your bed each day? Are you in the neat camp or the let it go camp? You can let me know at Before Breakfast Podcast at iHeartMedia.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, listeners. I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip 
at discoverpuertorico.com.